0: (laughs) Yeah. Hello everybody. Happy Sunday. Today is Father's Day, and in honor of Father's Day, I have my very special guest, Vincent Mellinger. Yeah, it's the only father father I got. He's gonna be talking with us today about how the real estate market has changed from his perspective cuz these only you've only bought residential properties right you've never bought any you never bought any like um like i'm going to put the little microphone here no so. commercial yeah you do, no, no commercial, commercial no, no rentals no, no or rentals. just just yeah. houses just houses yeah. You guys, uh, you know, halfway through, of course, you know, we always go in into your questions and we'll continue to answer your questions. If you have a question for my dad, you can ask any questions of my dad. Well, let's (laughs) continue. They're all all real estate related. I got a PG audience dad. Don't worry about (laughs) (laughs) that. But first I want to talk to my dad about my last video. (laughs) We start (laughs) talking.
1: This is going to get nasty.
0: It is not. No. Okay, so my last video came out. Dad called me up and he said, hey, I watched your video and I agreed with most of it up until you said, what did I say that you didn't like?
1: I don't want the government involved in anything.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you guys can hear him. Let me know if you can't. He doesn't want the government involved in anything. And I I guess my clarity in that video wasn't there because no matter what the situation is, when it comes to housing, you have to have government involved. There's just no way around it. To buy land, it requires government. In order to get anything done to build a house requires government permitting, no matter what. And a lot of red tape can be eliminated if certain things are done within government like eliminate government well <laughs> good luck with that you know <laughs> I like society's fall because of lack of government I so um that's what i meant by that so he was like yeah 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 i get it so we had we were talking back and forth i said we will bring that up because I'm other people in the comments section of that video last week said the same thing mm-hmm. said the same exact thing I so know. they were on the same page as you <laughs>
1: well, uh, i don't know reagan pointed out kind of clearly. He says, you know, worst thing you want to hear is I'm from the government and I'm here to help. And uh, that's scary. So uh, with that as a, a background, that's been my philosophy on, on life uh, in this country, period. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm uh, more of a libertarian if you were to put people in boxes uh than anything else. So uh, you you all I, know where I'm coming from.
0: <laughs> I don't I don't like labels. I don't think anybody falls in exactly in I know, one exactly. category. I don't
1: either, because there are many issues that I'm just as liberal as liberals. So <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, right. The, there like nothing really fits one like very rarely does it's one, like, one, like my
1: clothes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. like my income. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, well, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. there, no matter what, when it comes to housing, whether it's affordable or not, you still have to have government.
1: Oh, because of the way government's currently structured, absolutely. And it takes that local government, if you want to expand into uh, affordable housing, uh, maybe in a modular way. You have to get the approval of the local government entities to make that happen. And there are builders who'd be more than happy to build as long as they can make money. Yeah. And um, incentive. Yeah. (laughs) You got to have incentive. (laughs) The the fact is that a builder would much rather build a, a million dollar house. Because he's going to make more money and with less effort, right? Uh, if he's higher big,
0: quality buyers,
1: if he had two hundred thousand dollar houses, he'd have to build five of them, and then uh, that means you got five crews, you got yada yada yada.
0: But you have smaller lots, right? So those, yes, you do. Right? I mean, I get, I get it all. I mean, the whole thing is, is that you make more money the bigger the houses. Yeah. I know that. That's why they put. In Texas, poaches, damps lots, and every bit of it's taken up by the house. Well,
1: well, Pretty well, much. And that's I mean, awful. It's, it's awful. It's, it's just as bad here, you know. Yeah. Many,
0: We're lucky to have a yard, though. I think we have a nice yard. I'm good with it. You've got a good yard. I got a long yard. Yeah, you got, you got, got wide, they, they, they bought this house brand new. And so dad was like, oh, where do we put the fence? So they staked out the property line. And he's like, it goes all the way back. cause It's like a pie shape that goes all the way back. He's like, I moved. So I didn't have to mm-hmm. do all this. Now there's too much. Yeah, they incorporated 25% of the rest of the uh-huh.
1: parish. Yeah,
0: oh, <laughs> uh, Betty Boo has a question. I saw it right on the screen. How much was your very first house? So this is where we're we're gonna dial it back. Oh, good
1: lord! Uh,
0: you said fourteen, right? Fourteen thousand. Well, yeah,
1: but this is back in nineteen sixty six or sixty seven. Um, I didn't have any money, but I had two kids, uh, and we needed we needed a place to live. The apartment was getting getting just cramped and just not comfortable so uh, having been a veteran i qualified for a va loan with no money down
0: congratulations that's a great loan they still have those
1: yeah that was it hey uh, we were cashing in empty bottles uh, for the uh, cash that we could get and Mm -hmm. so um, we didn't have too many nickels to rub together but we had enough income to cover the payment of the of the mortgage payment.
0: What was the mortgage payment? Do you remember?
1: Gosh, I don't. the The amount of the of the mortgage was thirteen eight. I remember that, and it was a pretty nice house for fourteen thousand dollars. It three levels, um, a living room, kitchen, and a dining room, dining area on the first floor. Second floor, we had three bedrooms. Only one bathroom, and uh, but a full basement where kids could play and what have you. Problem with the bathroom was, and the interior of the house, everything in the house was dark pink and very dark green. I like pink. <laughs> it's enough to make a monkey barf, I'll tell you. It, it was horrendous. It was thirteen eight. Uh, that was our mortgage.
0: Somebody asked, what, "What, what, what war were you a veteran of?"
1: I wasn't in any war. I was in during the Korean, uh, Korean era, but I was not in any combat. I was in Korea, uh, but it was following uh, all of the combat activities. Yeah. All I did was drink and shoot birds
0: you got lucky dude i did (laughs) that's a that's a good way to serve (laughs) cheers (laughs) you you get to drink and get some benefits rock on (laughs) i'm jelly not that i ever served so i can't be that jealous All right. Living in Atlanta, Georgia. I, we, I used to live in Atlanta.
1: Yes, we did.
0: Yep. Christina mods and everyone happy Sunday and father's day to everyone. I changed my YouTube handle from Clark, the realtor to living in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm okay. going to give you a little tip there, Clark. It wouldn't have mattered if you changed it to I'm the best realtor in, in, uh, in YouTube. It, the na- channel name does not have anything to do with people watching your videos. Your content is what gets your videos found on YouTube. So
1: So, you must be a quality dude. That's all I (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: So just because you changed your name to living in Atlanta, Georgia, I know there's a popular belief that that's going to give you SEO, Google juice. That's not true. Just (laughs) FYI. I know I've heard that in several groups. I'm like, that is not, that's not true. (laughs) And if if you don't believe me, I'm actually, my my name and my story about uh, YouTube is in a book. Yeah. In, yeah the youtube uh, formula mm-hmm. by daryl eves so i don't actually know everything daryl eves does and i just happen to siphon off his brain
1: <laughs> good brain to yeah. siphon
0: oh uh, if someone says i say i i know i say realtor wrong it's realtor realtor i say realtor wrong but you know what in the grand scheme of things the public doesn't care as long as house, i get their house sold
1: house salesperson <laughs>
0: House salesperson. That's why a lot of times I say real estate agent because I get so much garbage <laughs> in the chat for saying realtor instead of realtor. I just think a realtor sounds weird. It doesn't um, sound right. It's like slacks. If anybody wants to ever get on my nerves, say the word slacks instead of pants. Slacks. <laughs> um, what was your second house, Dad? Where did you live? Okay. Where, where, where was the first house? The first
1: house was in uh, Carnegie, Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> we were in the house a very short period of time, and I was transferred to Indianapolis, and getting to Indianapolis, I was told, don't buy a house because you're not going to be here long- very long, so we moved three times in Indianapolis from one apartment to a larger apartment mm-hmm. to a larger apartment. And uh, these kids kept coming along. We had two, then we had three. Did
0: Didn't uh, no one tell you how that happens? Uh,
1: it's confusing to me. But,
0: oh, okay. <laughs>
1: uh, um, and from there, we uh, moved to Boston area. And couldn't afford a house there. I'd had to have four jobs. So we rented a townhouse there and then uh, transferred to outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Westchester, place, right?
1: place called Westchester. Westchester, Pennsylvania, where this young lady was born.
0: I found a picture. If you guys are friends with me on Facebook, I have a picture of me and in- I have blonde hair and a mullet. So it's a baby in a mullet. That's me. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. And that picture, I actually have hair. Yeah. Which I do not.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that was chemically induced. Yeah,
1: well. <laughs> yeah. Um, in Westchester, we bought our next house, which was probably one of my favorite houses. It was a tri-level. And... Um, the price on that in the let's see that would have been in the early seventies, late sixties, was forty eight thousand dollars. So and your house
0: was forty eight. So you went from fourteen
1: thousand to forty eight thousand. Right. Wow! But I also made four job changes and increased income. income. So gotcha. Um, and I was able to get some. Help on the down payment for my grandmother, and that's nice, it was very nice. And so, we bought that house and uh stayed in there, stayed in that for oh, five years.
0: No, I no, we moved, I was a baby still when we moved to Massachusetts. Mm. I was probably two, yeah, two or three,
1: but we were there before you were born, is what I yeah, was yeah,
0: you were there before, but we born. were
1: there for about five years, and mm-hmm. we moved to back to the Boston area.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, we ended up buying a house in Plymouth, Massachusetts. A mere two-hour commute from Boston. But it was is, an
0: awesome place
1: to grow up. Oh, it was a lovely place to live. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It was wonderful.
0: It was wicked awesome. awesome
1: <laughs> wicked awesome. Wicked uh, awesome. But the four hours a day commuting was a killer. Mm-hmm. Did that for 11 years. So, But when I bought the house in... Uh, Massachusetts. It was, I was stretching my budget to fifty eight thousand dollars.
0: So you bought that one for fifty eight. Fifty eight. You know how much that house is worth now,
1: right? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. No. <laughs> Seven hundred
0: ninety thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> I should probably should have stayed there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I looked it up, and then then you had moved to Atlanta and that one is over $780,000. Yeah, the
1: one we bought in Atlanta, we paid a hundred. No, we moved to Texas. We moved to Texas, right? Texas first and we paid 145,000.
0: And we got a swimming pool.
1: And we, well, yeah. I put another 30 in for the pool. But right? that
0: was an awesome pool.
1: <laughs> um, and a uh, couple years there and then to Atlanta and that was in about 150 155 somewhere around there and uh, what did you say it's worth now
0: 760 767,000
1: grief yeah. well i wasn't smart enough to stay there either <laughs> uh, so uh, and then um, then i retired i retired at 55 and moved to florida i moved with them Yes, you did. Yeah, You had just finished high school.
0: Yeah, that's where I met Eddie Teddy. I yeah. had a few boyfriends in between there, but
1: we won't discuss, we won't discuss that. <laughs> you could have been married to a professional golfer. I could have. <laughs> oh, good Lord. That would have been a mess. Oh, right?
0: Nobody would liked him. He's a freaking weirdo.
1: <laughs> Including you. <laughs>
0: yeah. So? Yep. Houses in Plymouth for a new builder, 750000 Yeah, Jerry Reed just said that.
1: Unbelievable.
0: 750,000. Oh, who said I'm bored? If you're, I'm sorry you find us boring. If we're having a fun conversation about my dad, that's why. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sorry bro- about that. I'll shut up. No, <laughs> no.
0: Nah. If you have any questions about real estate, I'll be happy to help him. I just wanted to include my dad because he's he's my favorite dad ever.
1: Uh, I don't mean to blabber.
0: Oh no, I love it. It's Are a
1: hereditary thing. We tend to
0: <laughs> talk. Mm-hmm. I'm diary of the mouth. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do enjoy talking. I I I attribute all of my uh exceptional personality skills to my dad
1: (laughs) i think i'm gonna throw out i i
0: I attribute all my cooking skills to my mom Hmm.
1: (laughs) i cooked the cornbread
0: yeah well now you've learned (laughs) since you retired in the last like 10 years really you got into cooking yeah Yeah. question for dad when you bought your first home how was the home uh, how much was the home and how much was his salary, and um, was it unaffordable for a lot of people back then? That's, was
1: it- a, that's a good question, really, because a lot of the uh, affordability is, in fact, something to be defined, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's affordable for somebody may not be affordable for others. Um, the
0: definition of affordability is: Can no, I afford it? No, <laughs> they said the the calculator is thirty percent no, no. of your income.
1: That's realtors talking.
0: No, no, no! I, well, I, I didn't make that up. My,
1: <laughs> my house, I didn't think I could afford it at thirteen thousand eight hundred dollars. The, the realtor said I could, so my grandmother said she'd help me if I needed it, so it became affordable. Um, but. My salary at that time was about nine between nine and ten thousand dollars because I knew that a year a year if I was uh, ever to make ten thousand dollars I would have been in the in the chips uh, because I needed to make ten thousand dollars. In order to buy the seventeen thousand dollar house that was up at the top of the hill.
0: Oh, and you wanted to be on top of the hill. No, I wanted
1: to be in that house. <laughs> oh. It was it was it was nicer than what I had. So, oh. And uh, so, does that answer your question? Yeah,
0: well, but were people having a hard time being able to afford a home back then, or was it more? <sighs> it was it easier to obtain a house if you, you know, made the money. Because there's lots of people right now that that have the money. They could buy a house. There just is no supply of homes um, available.
1: See, I'm not sure I have the background to respond. I was living in the city at that time, and the housing in the city uh, was relatively inexpensive. Uh-huh. The uh, yeah, houses were hundreds of years old and uh-huh. falling apart. and uh, But... Um, I would say that that house was affordable for most people who had a good job. And a good job, I would say, it wouldn't have to be in a management position uh, in, in a corporation. A lot of my neighbors were uh, mill workers. and uh, uh, So
0: like the uh, average guy could get a house.
1: Absolutely. so yeah, Everybody but- in our neighborhood... No one had any money. Uh, they were just average workers. Of. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, just a,
0: So yeah. I didn't tell you this. is a little thing. For them to get eye contact with you, if you've got to look like in this little thing right here, I know you're looking over here. But oh, you, if oh. you look here, then they can. Gotcha. So they can see your eyes. So you oh. know that you're talking to them.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm lying through my teeth. How's that? Nah. <laughs> no, oh, no. you're not lying.
0: You're not lying. <laughs> All right. All right. A uh, question, and it says, is it wise to keep resale value when uh, purchasing a home? Are you meaning like not dipping into your equity in your house? Um, that would depend on your financial situation, right? So if you're trying to keep uh, a house currently and you're like, well, I want to hold on to it because I feel like the market is going to continue to go up. And that's the only reason you're holding on to that piece of property. And it's, it's not enabling you to move on with your life. I think that's kind of silly. You know, like you're like, mm. well, I'm just going to hold on to this and uh, <laughs> I'm going to stay in this town that I can't stand because I can make another, some more money. And then what happens if the market fails at that point, you know, and mm. then you lost another ten thousand dollars. Then you get in a panic mode mm. that that happens. People will panic. They're like, I thought I was going to ride this wave as long as I could. And then yeah. they have panic selling. So and then you don't want to get to that point because then when negotiation comes along, you end up taking a lot less than you thought you would. You, you end up getting steamrolled. You don't want that either. Oh, look! Somebody says we're an awesome couple. Well, absolutely, <laughs> we are absolutely. an awesome couple. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, I got a, You know, I got a lot of good looks. I got a good 50-50 from both my mom and dad. So uh-huh. I got the I got the eyeballs, the blue eyeballs from my mama. From my mama. <laughs> from my mama.
1: Anything that looks good on your mother.
0: <laughs> I got the thin, fine hair from my mom, but mm. the curliness from you.
1: <laughs> curly?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's curly. I just um, always worked straight.
1: I had one curl. <laughs> I had one hair that curled. Yeah. All
0: right. It says question for dad. What were the mortgage rates during the uh uh mortgage rates and duration plans back then? What all right, did they have thirty year fixed rate mortgages mm-hmm. back then?
1: Was, you know, that's a that's taxing the memory. Um, oh, I
0: do remember your your interest rate in, in Massachusetts. Do you remember? No. I remember because okay. it was twelve point seven five. Good lord. Twelve point seven five. The only reason I remember that is when we were moving to Texas, I remember my dad talking to the neighbor and how excited he was to be moving to Texas and not ha- having that mortgage rate any longer. Because mm-hmm. the mortgage rates had come down.
1: Our first house, the rate was, if I recall correctly, it was under four. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, it was in the threes, I believe. Mm-hmm. And um uh, <coughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, This kid, this kid right here, this kid always shows up. You see this name right here, this kid, (laughs) that's their screen name. (laughs) And Every time they're on there, I'm like, Oh, look, it's this kid. This kid's here. (laughs) They said, they love you joining us today. Mm, It's special. It is a very special. Normally when we do the show, I usually pull out some of the real estate headlines for the week and we discuss what's going on in the real estate market this week. I just, you know what, forget the headlines. I think this is 10 times more interesting to have my dad cause I don't,
1: oh, boy.
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's awesome to have my dad on here. So thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got a $2 super chat here, dad, look All at right. that. It says, please raise my question. So Eddie will pull up your question. All right, Eddie, if you can find his question, that would be great. Ooh, we got a twenty dollars super chat from Whoa. Betty Boo.
1: Whoa. You
0: both are awesome. Thanks for sharing your dad's views on housing. Uh, I'm <laughs>
1: going to send Betty a check. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll have you know that YouTube takes a, about forty percent of that. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I'm not going to send them a check.
0: <laughs> no, no. Um, Eddie will find your check. Uh, your question, synth and he'll put it up on the screen as soon as he locates it. If you if you could to, to make it easier, go ahead and type your question one more time, like copy and paste it from where you had asked it earlier and then Eddie would be easier for him to find. Thank you so much for the super chats for my dad today. That's so nice. Mm. <laughs> That's so nice. Um my favorite house. Do you know which one it was?
1: I um, I would say the one in, in Plymouth. No, no, huh?
0: no. My favorite house that we lived in was in uh, Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. And like, I love the location mm-hmm. and the neighborhood that we grew up in Massachusetts. Cause mm-hmm. like kids and the, yeah. it was just so much fun. We lived out near a lake. So my dad had a boat. We can go water skiing all summer mm-hmm. long. That was fun. But the house and the way that that floor plan was in, in Texas was awesome. And Mm -hmm. it's still a beautiful home. I drove past it Mm -hmm. and looked at it. They had taken off like the bay window and stuff, but the pool and everything was still there. And
1: that that was a beautiful that. Your mother really liked
0: that. that It had a really good kitchen. Mm -hmm. It had a really good, like the layout was perfect. Mm -hmm. And then uh, like all the kids' bedrooms were upstairs and we had our own like little den area that, you know, like where we could watch television Mm -hmm. and didn't have to be around like my mom and dad. We were at that age that we didn't really want to like hang out with mom and dad, you know. We were getting into our teenage years and that wasn't like fun anymore. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a great house. I love that house.
1: The, the acreage was not so no. uh, we mm-hmm. had 6 inches between our house on the right and left and uh, we had just enough room in the backyard to fill up the entire yard with a pool. There were there was no space uh, that wasn't occupied.
0: Betty Boo, she he she asked again, "What? Uh, how much was your first house?" You said thirteen uh, eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thirteen eight, and that was in uh,
1: Carnegie, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah, mm-hmm. Carnegie,
0: Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Olive covered fridge and stove is. A- in Massachusetts, we did. Oh. So we had the, I mean, like, talk about monochromatic, right? Our house in Massachusetts, <laughs> it had shag, shag green carpet. Even the trim, all the woodwork was stained in this green. It then was, the wallpapers uh-huh. were this, like, avocado green. And, of course, the kitchen had the linoleum that was green. And then all the cabinetry was green. And the refrigerator and the stove and the sink. Everything was, like green, green, green. But this is like, it was a, one of those bi-levels. So as soon as you hit the landing, you know, it would, the, the stairway one way was green going down, but then once you hit the landing, then it was orange. It was this awful birch orange. <laughs> but I tell you what though, that carpet, you couldn't see anything. Like us kids, four of us trampling through there, you couldn't see anything. Like, and you know, to fluff up the carpet, <laughs> of course every kid's done this. To fluff up the carpet, we used to take a rake <laughs> and rake it. And then my mom would be like, Did you vacuum? We were like, Oh, yeah, totally vacuumed, totally vacuumed the house. <laughs> we had just taken the rake and raked the shack carpet. <laughs> I knew you knew, but hmm. it was fun.
1: <laughs> that was an ugly, that was ugly. Oh, no, it no, was
0: no. horrible. But that downstairs was awesome. It had all that woodwork. We had these, like, wood beams in the ceiling. Oh, it was beautiful. beautiful. You know, uh, the God, wood like... paneling was, it could have gone. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> it necessarily sexy. But, you know, other than that, I loved it. Uh, I loved it. My my most memorable memory of that place is when we had the blizzard and all the snow had covered up the windows, mm-hmm. and we had to go out the back to yeah. get water. Mm-hmm. We, had, we were real, like, connect, collecting snow out of the backyard to be able to go to the bathroom. And I remember by accident, I flushed the toilets and we were on a well and I had gotten in trouble. <laughs> it was just a little kid, you know, but everybody was a little tense. <laughs> it was cold. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So um, inflation, do you, have you ever looked up your first house? How much do you remember the address of it all or anything like that? Mm-hmm. Um uh, I'll look I'll look yeah. it up. Look, let's see if dad's memory can pull uh, that up.
1: He's picking on old people. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> we have these moments, you yeah. know, the things just <laughs> disappear. Well um, you're
0: lucky you can say that the was time just, uh, I,
1: Lindsay biggest, Road.
0: Lindsay Road in uh in
1: Carnegie, Pennsylvania.
0: Lin- Lindsay one, one Road.
1: One car.
0: Oh look at that. Lindsay Road in Carnegie, Pennsylvania. Right. I'll look, I'll just gonna pull up the first one. Okay. The first one I found on Carnegie Road was uh five. All right, hold on, I'm looking at the price. It's three hundred and twenty-one thousand two hundred dollars. That's not too bad.
1: That's the seventeen thousand dollar house.
0: Yeah, like it's a little small house.
1: Yeah. The... That's what they're asking now. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Yeah, that furniture looks like that French provincial that we used to have. <laughs> In my room as a kid, (laughs) yep. Marvo has a question. It says, we need to make 10 grand a month and then to be middle class... Now to, salute, now to salute you and your her father. Happy Father's Day. Great show, ma'am. You're always bringing the real updates. I am an investor in buying properties. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show. This is a little special today because mm-hmm. my dad's here, and it's Father's Day. And I actually forgot to cancel it. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make dad a part of it. <laughs> so yeah. So um, in uh, 1960, a loaf of bread, a pound, a loaf of bread cost $0.23. Cents. Mm-hmm. It cost uh, the federal minimum wage at that time was a $1. dollar. In 1970, a loaf of bread cost 25 cents, and minimum wage was a dollar 60. In 1980, a loaf of bread cost 50 cents, and the minimum wage was three dollars and ten cents. In 1990, a loaf of bread cost 75 cents, and it's a uh, three dollars and eighty cents was the minimum wage at that time. Mm. How much is a loaf of bread right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> $3 and something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, look. Yeah. In 2010, it was $3. Yeah.
1: It's 3 three forty something I thought of.
0: Yeah. It's, it's oh. over 3
1: <laughs> I saw a statistic the other day speaking of, uh-huh. uh, it's not exactly the inflation, but the way things change over time. Uh-huh. It was uh, in the year... Uh, 2020, a 28-year-old
0: in the year mm-hmm. 25, 25, sorry, <laughs> intrusive thoughts, it got a hold of me, uh, sorry.
1: In 2020, a 28-year-old was harping that he wasn't quite ready for a relationship. Okay. Okay. In 1820... A twenty-eight-year-old had fourteen kids. In, in the year twelve twenty, it was a good life. Twenty-eight years. That's all you lived. Yeah. Yeah. Things change.
0: Yeah, we have indoor plumbing and air conditioning. Thank God. <laughs> Not 18 kids at 28, you know, like the good old days.
1: Oh well, my you know, even in the early Early years of the nineteenth century. My my grandmother had sixteen pregnancies and ew. fourteen children that lived. My ew. dad was one of fourteen. Ew,
0: ew, 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 ew. No, somebody wants to know if uh, you're the same size as me because they want they want you to hold the coffee cup
1: because <laughs> no.
0: they want you to know my dad is taller than me.
1: I'm just tall. I'm not very big. Yeah, I used to be bigger.
0: Yeah. Well, he shrunk some.
1: <laughs> I shrunk some. Yeah, since yeah. chemo he, will do that.
0: Yeah, he 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 had the cancer. And it took some weight <laughs> off of him. You know, yeah, the cancer it's does hell that. How a I
1: of a diet? I'll yeah,
0: like, like if you need a weight loss plan, I do not suggest <laughs> the chemo, but it does work. <laughs> Byron has a question. In the time you were raising children. What was the neighborhood makeup in those days? What was the like? How did yeah. neighborhoods look? Yeah. Were they? Uh, it's because you lived in some cities, so were they? You know, pretty mixed and unique in cultures.
1: Um, in the first house, it was uh, like you said, laborers and average working people. Uh, so second- it was
0: like like a soup, like cultural soup. A little Uh, bit of
1: everybody. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. There there wasn't a lot of integration. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that
0: was like the time period, right? uh, And
1: depends on where in the city you live. Right. Uh, uh, I went to an inner city high school and uh, it was more integrated than (laughs) integrated. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, uh, but the, um, let's see. To, from what uh, i
0: remember though like the houses that i remember living in mm-hmm. in in uh we had a little t- we had a soup in um, boston like there was a little bit of cultural everything a little bit of everything going the, on there
1: the difference in massachusetts was our neighborhood was made up primarily of professional people right. mostly right uh, people who owned stores Doctors, uh, um,
0: successful entrepreneurial uh, yeah.
1: degrees, S- salespeople, yeah, uh, people
0: with degrees, yeah, some, yeah, but it was very
1: like, good realtors. <laughs> Is it realtor? Realtor. 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 Oh, We're oh, still God. saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, see in Pittsburgh, you, we talk funny anyhow. Yeah, but you don't sell a house; Ugh. you sell a house.
0: House. Uh, it's
1: a house. And
0: then if you like, do you ever say wooder?
1: Did you no, that's in are- Delaware.
0: Oh, okay. Freaking Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anybody mentions the Delaware, I always go freaking Delaware. It's like my thing.
1: The other mixes, the neighborhoods were pretty well mixed. Yeah. Um, here in Louisiana, we have... Uh, Everything. It, yeah. It's 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 quite racially integrated. It's uh, culturally... Culturally. Yeah. Even, uh,
0: even in Atlanta, we have that. Like we have the... We had all sorts of different cultures all around us. Yeah, well, we got a little bit of everything. Yeah, but did you ever live in a neighborhood that was like they they had like covenants that would say things like in your youth, in my in your early years, were there ever any segregated neighborhoods that you knew of?
1: Not where I lived. Did uh, you live within in, the city? Yeah, within and the city. Yeah, you know, it just wasn't something that mm-hmm. you even considered. But this was also uh, in the North, mm-hmm. uh, in the 60s. Yeah. I would say that probably wouldn't, wouldn't be true in the South, in the early, early 60s. 60s. right.
0: Because yeah. some of those covenants, they're still, because they're filed in the tax, like if, in, in here, Louisiana, right? Some of the older neighborhoods, all the covenants stay with the neighborhood. So every time that you're signing for a house, the old uh, the old uh, covenants are there. And some of the stuff that they say in those, you're like, oh my goodness. And you're like, yeah, this is all, none of this pertains, but you still have to sign (laughs) off on it. It's like, Anyways, uh, question part two. My hubby and I are here right now together. Question, what do you say about an HOA? What is your opinion about HOAs? I have my opinions.
1: Oh, I would like to put a bomb under every HOA in the country. It is the greatest threat to uh, personal freedom of anything that I've ever encountered. Uh, I wanted to put an emergency generator in my house here. And it's taken me three weeks now. I finally got approval. I had to fill out seven sheets of paper. I had to get it blessed by the management of the association office. And then it Did you still- give an
0: offering to the gods? I.
1: Uh, Sacrifice my firstborn child.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and and this is where I agree to disagree. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get I get where you're you're Mm -hmm. saying about HOAs, and and they can become a pain in the ass, pain in the butt. Excuse my French, Mm -hmm. but I lived in a neighborhood here in Louisiana that had no HOA, and. It did not take long before people were parking their boats up on their lawn. They were parking their cars up on the lawn. Their street was covered in cars because we had no, there was nobody to tell them no. And so then people were starting to park campers in the front of the house where they have like uh, extension cords coming out. Mm-hmm. And I think if you are, you know, if you have a lot of space between your neighbors, that's one thing. But when you're piled up against each other like that, you kind of have to have some rules set up. Set there where people need to follow them because there's always there's always a set of people that will push the boundaries and will just I don't know I had some tear the whole reason that my husband and I are in this neighborhood that we live in now we would have stayed at that other house there was nothing wrong with it except for my neighbors were such jerks they were freaking horrible horrible and i'm like you know what i don't have to stay here i can move somewhere else and i did and i was like i'll never live in another neighborhood without an hoa ever again Mm. but only because it's in a neighborhood where the neighbor the houses are that close now if i lived out in the country where i was on two acres i would i would no way Mm. oh no way uh -uh. they're not going to tell me that i can't have a pool in my backyard exactly Exactly. forget that
1: and i you know there's value you can argue the benefits of an hoa Mm -hmm. it's just that the a structure itself doesn't. Um, like I said initially, I'm pretty much a libertarian, and that's totally contrary to anything that I support. But I live in one of those neighborhoods. Yeah, you sure oh. do.
0: John Doe says this is the best episode. John Doe. <laughs> oh, good. You know, and that's like oh, horrible. I say horrible. Oh, All my Horrible. I say horrible. I've always said horrible.
1: You talk funny.
0: Everybody's made fun of me because I've always yeah. said horrible. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. funny. I don't talk funny. It I think is. it is horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. <laughs> horrible. I, I I think my uh, whenever I was getting the approval for the HOA for this specific neighborhood, mm-hmm. what's that? What you looking at?
1: somebody somebody loves their hoa yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> an hoa can be a nightmare oh,
1: yeah hey look uh-huh. there are some hoas where uh-huh. the people I, i'll give you a good example of the contrast here Uh huh. Um, i was on the board of directors of the first hoa in the development that we're in uh-huh. and we didn't have a clue what we were doing not a clue and we did what we thought we should do and that year passed, and I thankfully hung up my cleats and no more HOA participation. But then we had the people who are going to enforce every rule that was ever written, and they are the Gestapo type. Mm-hmm. And they're going to. We call to,
0: them Karens now.
1: We're going to put them, they're Captain Klinks, they're going to put you in the Stalag. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, they call um, the, they call them uh, the Karens, a group of <laughs> a group yeah. of people that run an association are called Karens.
1: A young man made application for his pool, and it was approved. Uh-huh. All right, they came and they dug the pool, and uh, everything was going along fairly well, uh-huh. and then. Uh, was it Karen? The Karen. Karen came <laughs> along, and took a um, measuring device, and determined that it the pool extended six inches into the uh, what do you call that servitude? Servitude. That's it. Okay. They filed. They told the guy he has to discontinue construction on the pool, and um, he said no. I received Mm -hmm. approval. Sue me. Right. They did. Did they? And they well, they was going to go to court, Uh and fortunately, it happened at a time when the HOA officers were up for election. And it took uh, one day after the election, everybody was removed from the board (laughs) and people with reasonable sense of of fairness and understanding took over and the HOA has been a pleasure to work with uh, since then. But there are those people who feel that they must be Hitler mm-hmm. you know, and to enforce because you're ultimate Karen. Well, they want to be
0: the ultimate Karen. <laughs> you no, know,
1: that pool was six inches over. And if we let him do it, the other person's gonna build a pool and they're gonna put it a foot over the servitude. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, the the logic and the common sense went out the window and so Enough of my rant.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, Peter has says if or mortgage rates dropped dramatically, wouldn't the cost of buying a home still be the same since there would be a more demand for housing? Actually, the problem right now is that because there isn't enough housing available, if if mortgage rates were to go down, and this has been proven because they've only whenever they've gone down like half a point, sure enough, prices the go m- prices go up and the like people are in more of a frenzy to buy. Yeah. So anybody that's in that first time home buyer range, pretty much in any market, even the ones that have been coming down, it's, it's still very difficult for them to find that first home. So the price is not only will they go, they'll go up. And in my last video, I even said it at some point, it's gotten to the point that the person that's working, you know, the median priced gets median income can't afford the median priced home in their area and that's very true for many areas across the united states it's terrible we just haven't built enough homes especially those smaller homes um that you know there's plenty of mansions those houses have been taken more of a financial hit Boo hoo! but um Mm. not not those little houses they're still going up they're still having they're still like bidding wars on them Mm. it's ridiculous so michelle has a question it says um hi christina she said she loves her channel she loves my channel oh, all right. <laughs> it's great that you're featuring your dad it's father's day uh you have, could have taken the day off if you wanted your dad is awesome
1: oh, no, no, no. well Michelle.
0: i just like like you know this is my dad so i wanted to share my dad with you guys because i talk about him all the time i always share your stories i probably get them wrong but karen def said i had to listen to dumb blonde jokes for 30 years and now i have to listen to rogatory Karen no. complaints for 10 years now please move on please oh you know what do you know what is so amazing about YouTube ah oh, Karen let me just tell you what is so amazing about YouTube there are tens of thousands of different YouTube channels all over and if you don't like the conversation that I have with my dad which only happens once in a lifetime this is the mm-hmm. first time I've ever had him on here you can just just scroll on like you don't have nobody's forcing you to watch I promise you I promise you. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you're offended, but that's my dad. And I'm going to have him on here whenever I want, because it's my channel. <laughs> what neighborhood in Massachusetts did dad grow up in? I'm a Southie girl. Oh, we, we were in, uh, what was the name of that neighborhood?
1: Long Pond.
0: Yeah, it was Long Pond. It was near Long Pond. and we were
1: exit three on Route 3.
0: Yeah, and it was like between uh, Long Pond and Little Long Pond. Mm-hmm. And little Long Pond was actually bigger than Long Pond. No, no. no. They, they told me it was bigger. No. Those kids, no. kids play they make up stories. Yeah, they also told me there was Bigfoot in the forest. <laughs> I believe that too. So, oh, and and that Jason from uh, the the Friday the Thirteenth movies that he was up at the camps. <laughs> <laughs> so. sure, uh, HOAs are the shadow governments that compromise of so-called elected people. What are your thoughts on this? I'm not really sure. I don't have any thoughts on that. I'm not particularly. But uh, our HOA uh, here, when we first moved in, we, we had it monitored by another company. So we gave the HOA to this company to monitor it. That's
1: what we have now.
0: It became such a joke like some of the stuff that they were like finding us for mm-hmm. we now we now run it the mm-hmm. neighborhood runs it mm-hmm. we don't we don't have a separate company because they were they were like purposely finding just to collect money mm-hmm. you know like just they're being dingleberries yeah yeah anyway question living in gilbert arizona says does your dad know anyone who lost investing too much in real estate during the past recessions. Do you know anybody that's lost some money in uh,
1: ooh. Mm, real estate? Well, I know a lot of people who lost money investing. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but in real estate, uh, I'll be honest, I, I don't have the background to answer that question. You don't have any
0: friends that had some rental properties that folded I, or anything like that? Uh,
1: I am not aware of anyone who has lost money my grandmother owned rental properties. Yes. Uh, um, we had neighbors who owned rental properties. I don't recall anyone losing money. Mm-hmm. Um, they bought the, the rental property for uh, a lower amount that when they sold it, they made money. Uh, if they didn't sell it, they had the rental income. Mm-hmm. It. Uh, um, Generally, the real estate investment has been good over the years uh, with the limited exposure I have to people. That's that's all I can Mm -hmm. uh, tell you.
0: Liberty Lover says, "I love this chat. My dad was also in Korean War, and our first house is in PG Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh! Oh, yeah. yeah. Dad, Dad lived in Pittsburgh forever. <laughs> my dad, uh, my father, could do just about anything and turn a uh, uh, turn a fixer upper into a beautiful home. Happy Father's Day. Well, my 22. dad helped us. <laughs> my dad and my mom came over and helped Eddie and I with our very first home. I would say we flipped that house because it was, it was a yep. piece of."
1: It was interesting.
0: It was, it it smelled, it was, it was like this salmon-y, pinky with teal accents. It literally looked like, you remember the show Mod? Remember, and then there's Mod. Remember the, she was, B. Arthur, Mm -hmm. right? It looked like those colors, like you would see in that show Mod, like that, that pink and teal, it was everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then like the color that was supposedly beige, it was really like a soft pink. And, yeah. and it hadn't been painted since the early 80s. Tinkerbell.
1: Yeah. Happy Father's Day. You have a special glow. Oh,
0: I do have a special glow yes. today, don't I? It's because my dad's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God, it stunk. We had to get a new roof. We painted the outside, painted the inside. Yep. Uh, I follow the show. Don't pay attention to the, you know, the, the negative Nancy's.
1: Thank you, Marva.
0: And, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. All right. Question for dad. Why do realtors avoid mentioning politics and crime when discussing people moving from blue states to red states?
1: If they do, they're being rotten realtors. Mm, They need to be upfront and honest with people as to the state of where they're being considering looking. I know there are laws that govern what you can and cannot say. But you can always point out on a map that this map is produced by the sheriff of wherever and you can make your own judgments. as to, to, Well, you know.
0: I always tell people if you're ever <laughs> concerned about an area, no matter where it is, there's tons of websites that you can go to that mm-hmm. show the statistics of crime, of arrests, or you know, like everything. Everything you possibly think of, mm-hmm. there, it's always on the website. Mm-hmm. If you really like a neighborhood i always tell people go all different times a day look at it in the morning look at it at night mm-hmm. look at it at very late night because you know if there's a bunch of people like sprawling around the mm-hmm. area three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning uh that's no, not no that's not good no, that's not, not good. good um but as far as like uh why do real estate agents and no. i'll tell you this for for we'll tell you not to, you can't do that as a licensed real estate agent. I can't say this neighborhood is bad because X, Y, Z it's considered steering. I'll lose my license. And that's Mm. why we can't say that, but we can always direct you to the information where it would have, there we can always say go look on this website and look to see how many um like sex offenders are in that area and see if you really want to raise your kids there go check it out you know all the public records we direct you to so that way you can make an informed decision but it will never come out of our mouth because we're gonna we don't want to lose our license yeah yeah i agree Yeah. yeah Uh, Levine Gilbert says, question, uh, does your dad remember a time when there was a lack of housing inventory? Do you ever remember a time that there wasn't enough houses well, being built?
1: Yeah. Our, back when the saber-toothed tiger <laughs> roamed the earth, we had trouble finding caves to live in. And, oh. uh, but That goes back a little farther. than. Uh, no, I, I do not. Uh, I know that I hear because... I know this lady sitting <laughs> next to me. She's I she talks a lot. She talks about the the inventories up, the inventories <laughs> down, and, and she, I know she knows what she's talking about. But from my personal view, I never experienced that. When I was looking for a house, I went out and I found a house. I've moved. You know, I'm a nomad uh, as. From the time I've been married to now, we have moved 17 times. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I bought a few houses. Um, but, you know, at the time when we purchased the house in Plymouth, Massachusetts, um, you could say, yes, there was a... A, um, a tightening. A, there, there weren't a lot of houses available. Uh, people... And I had trouble being able to afford a high interest mortgage. Mm-hmm. And
0: it was like over 12%. Whatever yeah. it
1: was, mm-hmm. it was high. Mm-hmm. And um, that would keep people from selling because nobody's gonna buy and uh, uh, but no, I personally have never experienced not being able to find a house. <laughs> this kid said, "Woo, dad,
0: that's a lot of moves. <laughs> this kid, you know, right. this kid, this kid right yeah, here.
1: It's, <laughs> kinda, kinda
0: it's all about <laughs> making money, 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 money. Well, I don't, well, every time dad moved, it was because of it, money. It was, Yeah. Every time. Like, and you know, what really stinks is like, sometimes we, he had to move like, well, my sister was a senior in high school, yeah. you know? So they had to make those kinds of decisions, you know, like, do you uproot your kids again, you know? And, yeah, that you was, follow the money.
1: That was the hardest one yeah, because mm-hmm. I wanted to let her stay there to finish. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't make any arrangements to do, do that. It. it was the biggest move of my career, and I I felt I had to do it. Yep.
0: <laughs> Look, Red Like Wine again said, your dad is so cute. I love him. Aww. You know what? Guess what? I love him, too. <laughs>
1: He's so wonderful. What would happen if there were a boycott? If people all over just stopped buying houses?
0: All together. Good luck. Well, I mean, like that, and you know, like if there was a, I mean, you would have to get a lot of people on board not yeah. to buy a house. And here's what I think would happen this is where, where the danger in that is. If the public said, I'm not going to buy houses, that leaves them up to renting houses. Mm-hmm. And who are they going to rent houses from? the people that bought them. And most likely if anybody's buying a houses, when there's a boycott, it's going to be the people with the deepest pockets, which are corporate investors. Mm -hmm. So all you're doing is helping the corporate investors by boycotting, buying houses. So, yep. How old is your dad? He looks in great health. The health is questionable. He looks good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll be 85 in November.
0: Yeah. He'll be 85. Yeah. How many cancers, how many times have you had
1: cancer? Well, four I'm counting the one I got at four
0: yeah four yeah. times, four times. <laughs> he, he takes a lick and he keeps on ticket love it
1: <laughs> is there any way to speed up the process since paying all cash like a bonus for
0: doing it a six month instead of a eighteen to twenty four months is there a way to is there any way to speed up the process since paying all cash like a bonus for I mean, doing it are you talking about like a building if you're building there is no way to speed it up. I mean, that's entirely up to the builder and that might depend on when he's able to get crews out to that house. Now, if you're purchasing a house, if you're purchasing a house, you can have it close just like that. I mean, here, I think that the the shortest time I've ever seen it done with paying cash is 10 days, because you still have to do all the title work. They have to do all the title work, research, make sure that they're able to have a free and clear title to be able to purchase the house. Um, when in that case, do not forego title insurance, especially if you're buying cash. And um, yeah, that that's as quick as you could you could purchase a house from the time. You can't walk in with a suitcase either. <laughs> like you can't walk in buying a house with a suitcase of cash. It has to be oh. marinated funds. You can't. So, And it happens. Everybody, every title attorney I've ever met in my whole entire life always has that one guy who comes in with a suitcase of cash thinking oh, they can yeah. buy a house.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: Yep. So. I live in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and the prices have oh, gotten quite high. Oh yeah, oh Massachusetts God.
1: is is, is Bo- al- always been high. Boston has been horrendous, but it's beautiful. Oh, I, I like the Berkshire that.
0: Mountains. Like <laughs> oh, I just saw a video recently of the Berkshires, and I'm like oh, I'd love to go back. I'd love to go back. Yeah, you're looking at this. Yeah, question: Is your dad's TV show favorite TV show? Mash. I'm reading the book. Did you? Ever, uh, we love that show uh, as kids. I,
1: I th- I've watched every episode of Nash. Those, those, that was a good show. Like, yeah, yeah, and I think the person who paid, played played uh, Hulahan, Hot Lips. Yeah, I think she just died.
0: Oh, really? And, oh, that's
1: that's a bummer. <laughs> uh, <I'm
0: sorry>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Question: Red Light Wine again says, uh, Christina, what are your thoughts on the rumors? of drug use going on in certain housing neighborhoods. I was told that you can't control what people do in their houses, so don't worry about it. Well, you can't control what people do in their houses. If they want to uh, inject themselves or have booger sugar or whatever it is they wanna do in their own home, that's none of your business. I mean, honestly, I, I don't mean to be rude, but yeah. that's it really doesn't matter. So, I, I We had a neighborhood, well, hold on. We had a neighborhood right up the road. These people were cooking, um, <laughs> The uh the uh, quartz like substance in, in their house <laughs> it, it, that crystallizes, you know, <laughs> and they blew. I mean, this in a nice neighborhood. These houses were like close to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, blew the whole top of it <laughs> off, blew the whole thing off. Oops. Luckily, the kids, there were kids living in the house. They were all off at school at that time. Thank God. But yeah, you can't control it, you know, you can't control it. But you got to remember too, if you really think about it, I mean, pretty much everybody on the planet at this point is on something, whether it's aspirin, afrin, uh, vitamins, somebody's on something, pretty much everybody you run into, Mm. you know? Yep. Dad, you look marvelous. He does, doesn't he?
1: Yeah. All right. Thank you. (laughs) He does look marvelous. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get
0: all the good looks from him.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, the the other part of that, uh, I think, uh, would be that if you become aware that there's an illegal activity occurring in a given house, Mm -hmm. there's nothing to prevent you from reporting that to the police.
0: Absolutely. And
1: uh, if they don't do anything, you know, unless you're willing to uh, arm yourself and go over there and throw them out... uh, I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> I'm kind of like whatever. I got blinders on. Uh, Cece Moon with a $5 super chat says, My father just got rid of prostate can- uh, cancer. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, he, she did a little clappy hands. Yes. He had prostate surgery removed uh, recently. He's in his mid 70s. Healing vibes. She's sending you some healing vibes. All oh,
1: right. I'll go along with that. Thank you very much. Right before the
0: pandemic, my my dad totally got boned right after right when the pandemic was about to start. My dad finally gets the you know, you're finally cancer free. You know, he he went through I mean, he went through the ringer. And just when he was like about to like go out into the world, the whole world shuts down, and now he's stuck in the house for another year. That was the pits. He was like, "I haven't left the house in three years. This was not what I needed to happen." I'm like, "Nobody really wanted it to happen, Dad." He's like, "I know, but I can't even. I can't even go grocery shopping. I have to go at different times. It was
1: crazy." I, I love grocery shopping. Man. Oh, I know. My That's dad, my, life.
0: my dad goes grocery shopping three days, three times a week. Three times a week. At least. At least times. they know him by name. Like yes. when he walks into the store, they're like, Oh, hey, Mr. Vince. Like yeah. he's made friends with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> they love him. <laughs> yep. So we're we're rounding it out in an hour. Uh we got another uh we got another question. Noreen says, What does your dad think of the new communities of rental-only homes? Have you seen the communities that are rent? They're basically I, building. Yeah. First-time homebuyer-type homes, mm-hmm. and instead of selling them, they're renting them out. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I have two two feelings about it. Number one, I don't see anything wrong with it. It's a, it's something that somebody's doing. Uh, they're providing a place for people to live. What it, The bad part of it is that uh, an individual doesn't have the opportunity to buy a house and to be able to generate the um, income that's uh, to be achieved uh, when you when you sell it as a result of the inflation and what have you. Um, so on a long-term basis, it's probably not a good thing, but by the same token, I've moved enough times where I really had to rent, and I would probably have liked to have found a community of rental-only homes. That's not what realtors, am I saying that right? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I always say it uh, wrong.
1: Realtors. 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 Uh, would want to hear, but that would be my, uh, my opinion.
0: I, I, the thing is, is that if there is an area that has uh, enough homes for people to live in that can purchase them, I don't think there's a problem with build to rent. The problem that I see right now is that they're putting them in areas that have a lack of homes for people to purchase. So they're filling that gap with homes that they can rent. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk for as long as we want. Mm. There's no rule. No one's going to, no one's going to cut the plug. (laughs) I am. Yeah. Dad's going (laughs) to, Yeah. Well, totally agree with everybody's on something. Yeah, everybody is on a something. That is true.
1: Falsificationism?
0: Yeah, falsificationism. Wow. I know, that's a great name, isn't it? Yeah, it took, so me, it is. took me about five shows to be able to be able to say that name. I still have trouble with it.
1: <laughs> MHO8, you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so. Well, I'm going to go eat some crab cakes with my dad. If, you haven't, if you're catching this on the live stream on the end, Go ahead and and subscribe to the channel. That way you can come on next week. We will not have my dad here, unfortunately. But uh, I will. I promise I won't be here. (laughs) But I will be back to the regular content, uh, talking over what's going on in the real estate market with the top headlines that are on Google this week. So, but I will say this I want to thank my dad. Thank you. For having me. Thank you very much. (laughs) Deciding to have another kid. (laughs) I mean, he ended with the best, of course. <laughs> I want to say thank you to our moderators. I want to say thank you to our super chatters that helped support the channel today. I really appreciate every single one of you. If you want to listen to this afterwards and you don't want to see my face, I can understand why. But you can listen on anywhere you get your podcasts. Just go to, um, you know, anywhere. It's a Real Estate for Everyone with Christina Smallhorn. And if you happen to be on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give me a little five-star review that would be really exciting. If you look, they'll have right at the bottom as you scroll down the episodes it says would you like to rate this podcast? Go ahead and give me a little five-star review. I'd really be really be thankful for that because we want to get that podcast out to as many people as possible.
1: <laughs> Thanks for tolerating me.
0: Yeah, of course. You're <laughs> my favorite person dad. I love you. Well, oh. <laughs> and I want also want to say if you need to get hold of me this week and you want to find a real estate agent in your area, you can always visit my website at christinasmallhorn.com. Make sure you hit one of the pink buttons, fill out the form, and please leave your phone number cuz I can't get a hold of you if you don't. So just go ahead, fill out the form and I will contact you this week and we can help you with your real estate needs. And with that, my friends, I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope we do not have another week of living in unprecedented times. Cause I always say I'm kind of done with it. How about you, dad?
1: <laughs> I'll drink to that.
0: I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Love you. See ya. Be good. <laughs> Stay out of trouble. Don't, don't touch. Uh, look
1: look both ways before. Well,
0: well, yeah. Don't look up when it's raining. <laughs> Do you have any other wise mm-hmm. advice, dad? To uh, uh, with- I've got a lot to put on. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, look at that. Who's that redheaded
1: daddy? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: I don't know. What is.
1: <laughs> Which part of his hair does it have? <laughs> is it three off?